the best of times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Coligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Coligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning in to our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Radio Pup application on their Apple and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn about retirement strategies, so stay tuned to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, July the 20th, and we are broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the July issue, The Best of Times, at one of our 522 distribution locations. We thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a copy, remember that you can always visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues as well as to view and download the current 2019 Silver Pages Senior Research Directory. In addition, you can listen to previously broadcast radio shows of the Best of Times Radio Hour. In honor of continued patronage of our senior citizens, Monjunis will offer senior day discounts every Monday and Tuesday evening. A buy one entree at regular price and receive a second entree at one half price. To receive this senior day's discount, bring a copy of their ad that appears in the Best of Times or simply tell them that you saw their offer in the Best of Times magazine. This senior day discount is only available and applicable for the Monjunis located at 1315 Louisiana Avenue in Shreveport. For more information, do call them at 227-0847. That's 227-0847. Arlene's Ernest Arlene's Restaurant is proud to offer Senior Appreciation Early Discount for the readers of the best of times. This will take place every Thursday from 4 p.m. until closing. A delicious special menu with a variety of great quality food at discounted prices for those of its age 55 and older. Delightful entertainment by Mike Genentella. Complimentary valet parking. To receive this discount, bring a copy of their ad that appears in the best of times magazine or simply tell them that you saw their ad in the Best of Times magazine. For more information and reservations, do call 318-226-1325. Again, that's 318-226-1325. The 56th Annual Arclitex Coin Stamp and Card Expo will take place on July the 27th and July the 28th at the Bossier Civic Center in Bossier City. This is sponsored by the Report Coin Club and there you will be able to buy, sell, trade, collectible coins, stamps, and sports cars. There is a $3 admission and 12 and under age aged get in free. This Saturday and Sunday, July the 19th, excuse me, July the 20th and 21st, area residents are invited to the historic Scottish Rite Cathedral at 725 Cotton Street to shop, tour, eat, drink, and take in the beauty of this remarkable venue, but also to attend the first ever antique and vintage bazaar. 
There will be 21 vendors selling everything from the Victorian era to mid-century furniture, old LPs, antique jewelry, home decor, other collectibles as well. Tours of the building will also be available for those attending this event. Again, it's on Saturday and Sunday, July the 20th and 24th. The door, doors will be open from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Admission is only $5, and children 12 and under are free. Free parking will be available around the Scottish Rite. And uh, for more information, do call them at 318-559-1930. Again, that's 318-599-1930. We'll be right back with more information. But now, a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A-Bears, tenant country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, tenant country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas, and I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a special guest is Mr. Nick Martin. He's with Raymond James Financial Strategies, and he's coming on our show today to give us some recommendations for seniors and boobers when they're thinking about those retirement years, I might say, those retirement years. Thank you, Nick, for joining us today. I appreciate it. So, Nick, I, I heard him make a presentation to our fabulous Engaging Aging Seminars that took place in May. And he gave an excellent presentation to about 50 or 60 attendees at our Wednesday uh, event over, I think there was five Wednesdays. And he did a superb job. So I said, I need to ask him to come on to my radio show. I know it's been a long, it's been several weeks since he gave his presentation. But it was very good. I was very proud of you, Nick. Uh I think a lot of people got a lot out of it. It's a, it's a, it was a different presentation, but it brought it. It made us think. Made made us think, especially seniors and boomers that were in, in attendance. And uh, so today we're going to give you a little snippet. It was lengthy. We have a little dialogue here. So, uh, but before that, I'll tell a little bit. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Gary. I appreciate you inviting me on the show. Um, like he said, I'm Nick Martin. I'm actually from Central Florida. I was raised there 18 years, and then I went out to the Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs, uh, which is really why I'm here today. I went to flight school in Pensacola, figured that wasn't my forte, so I did air traffic control and airport management, went to Dover, Delaware, and Keesler Air Force Base in Mississippi, and then uh, I found myself here stationed with my brother, Marcus, and so I was pretty happy about that. But as far as my background goes, I'm from Central Florida. Barksdale brought me here, and I met my wife. So oh, you know what that means, right? Yes, that you stay here. Hopefully. It means I'm stuck here. That's good. So. Well, that, that's a that's a great story. Well, we like young people like you to to stay in our neck of the woods and not move out. But uh, hopefully, we, more and more of those individuals will come to our area. Absolutely. What I realized is the Arklatex is a great area. It's got the highest number of retirees in the country, actually. Um, so for my business, obviously, that's great. That but is great. even better, we have family close by in Logansport, Louisiana. And, uh, you know, I've been very happy ever since I've been here. Super, anyway, I'm super, married, married super. two kids, oh. and uh, here we are. There you are. Okay, so we're going to a little bit talk about today about those three things that you mentioned in your presentation that people need to take into consideration, definitely us, those of us who are aged. So what are the three things we're going to be talking about today? Well, why don't you define aged first and foremost? 
Well, it depends on uh, a lot of people, 50 and older, you might say. But, uh, you know, but, you know I'm, I'm, we were, I gave a conference, Nick. I hate to sidetrack here. I love tan- you Be careful. I do a lot of tangents. I gave a presentation <laughs> at an international uh, symposium about aging. And they asked me to talk about the in publishing and radio the 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 advertisers who belittle seniors and boomers like me and portraying them like frail and unable to move and walk and et cetera and us and and so what I presented to all these international people and you know buyers of Sony and whatever not that you need they're more active seniors and some of them in their nineties are quite active they look they may be ninety in number but it's just a number they act like they're seventy so be real careful you know the aging doesn't mean they're aging uh, you know so it, so we're, the, the positive factor of that well let, let me let me clarify one thing I have thirty five years of experience with aging okay. Okay, you do. You have a little more on me. Yeah, definitely, about twice. You know, I'll start with my grandmother is 98 years old, lives in her own home, and she is aged well, as I would like to define aging well. Right. Now, that being said, what we're going to talk about is three things, and I'm glad you brought those up. The three things we'll be discussing today are, number one, how am I going to accomplish those small tasks, menial tasks, Mm -hmm. that I was once able to do with no thought at 30, 40, 50, even 60 years old when I'm 80, 90? True. Right? Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about first. Number two, we're going to talk about how we're going to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. Those things are going to ensure our physical and mental wellness. Right. And lastly, we're going to continue talking about our social networks. All three things are very important when it comes to aging. So, so regarding these, uh, it, it's it's uh, why is it becoming difficult to manage these in 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 our in our aspects? Why, why do you feel it's it's important? You know, I, I really like to start with a jigsaw puzzle. You know, when we look at a puzzle. The first steps of that puzzle are, where do we start, right? Right. And a lot of people might say, okay, let's start with the edges or let's separate the colors. Why don't we do that? And I would argue that maybe we need to flip the pieces over. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. But, you know, the most important part of this conversation is we got to start with the picture on the box. (laughs) If we don't start with that picture on the box, we do not know or have a direction in which we should go. So if we do anything, we got to start with that picture on the box, and that's why that's important. And the picture on the box meaning that your personal agendas, is that what you're meaning? You know, everyone has a different picture. I think it really represents your goals, your ideals, your morals, your values. And if we are able to look at the picture on the box, we can then construct the pieces of that puzzle in the right order. You know, you and I might have different goals, Gary. But at the end of the day, if my picture looks like a pelican, which is the state (laughs) bird of Louisiana, and you may find somebody from Arkansas whose picture looks a whole lot different because of their morals, values, what's important to them, guess what? Whose picture matters most? Wow. Okay. It, it's, it's really in it, accordance with the person you're with the talking person with. you're talking. With. Yep. So it's individualized. It's not. It's not a cookie cutter. Right. That's right. So the, you know that's that's the critical that's the critical factor in that in way. So what's the important most important concern that 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 we should we should uh, focus on ourselves? I think I think we need to talk about a few things. 
Number one, we'll talk about personal goals. Okay. What's our personal goal? How do we get to our goals? Why is it so hard to stay focused on those goals and stay on track? And the answer is very simple. Life is complex. The fact that you're hearing radio waves from this studio <laughs> and you can hear it via keel on AM, right? Right. FM. Internet. Applications. Right. Internet. And then you have third-party applications. We're just getting more and more complex, right? Right. So we have to understand what our goals are and how to navigate that. So as far as our agenda goes, it's very difficult to manage things in today's society. Well, it's it society is changing, right? Mm-hmm. And very quickly. And sometimes it gets a little frustrated for people 55 and years of age or older. And I will definitely tell you the. Uh, it, it's a it's a learning curve for a lot of us. And it is. It, sometimes it's frustration. And a lot of that frustration comes from the sheer volume of information we have. We have volume. Everything's moving quickly or faster, so we have that velocity. And then things are getting more and more complex. So some of us are managing four, maybe five, six. I doubt six, but there are some managing six generations out there. Most of us, two and three, even four. So the funny thing about that is it's up and down the generational scale. So if you pause and think for a moment, generationally, how many listeners out there have, you know, family members that are below you as far as generational scale goes? (laughs) And how many are above you? And count those. Now count how many you're responsible for. Okay. Okay. So if we look at demographics in the U.S. today, we're living longer. That's fact. Okay. We're having kids even younger, especially here in the Bible Belt, right? Mm -hmm. You may have had your kid at 18. Right. Okay. You may have a child at 30. (laughs) That generational gap keeps increasing, increasing, and we become more responsible for the up and down on the generational scale. So, so, so let's let's move move that into the the situation of. Uh, so, do you ask a person what do they what do they feel like they need to be doing uh, that they they can no longer do? You know, that's a good question. We usually start with what your goals are, like we talked about, but then we talk about that volume and velocity and how quickly things are happening, and I think it scares a lot of people. We got email, texting, cell phones. It's really changed the way we communicate. So it's great to do face-to-face, but guess what? We can do face-to-face via Skype, can't we? That's true. And it's done done that way quite a bit for a lot of us in Facebook. You know, think about 10 years ago, there was no such thing as Facebook. And now now that's pretty popular amongst seniors and boomers. They they face face time with their kids and their grandkids, mainly their grandkids. And uh, also seeing their photos and and pictures on that as well. Absolutely. So think about when you scroll on Facebook for a moment. (laughs) And let's be honest with ourselves. When we scroll, how many feeds do you? see how many status updates do you see that's what i'm talking about with volume yes this is is a lot how fast do you scroll that's your velocity okay okay and how complex is all this information to really take in and conceptualize a lot of times it hits our brain and it leaves so we've we've learned to brain dump everything so we have the complexity because there's so many choices out there which status do we click on which book do we read 
Which audio book do we listen to? Too many choices, Nick. That's what I, I keep telling uh, yep. when I visit salespeople. There's so many choices. I mean, just think about how many cars. We talked about that on the show with uh, another person. If a person goes out to think about getting a new car, he must have 10,000 choices for and, and, and just, to, just to find a car. In, the, in these particular days. So it's amazing. Well, it's funny that you brought up cars because I'll just make a plug, but auto sales beat consensus coming at 17.3 million annual rate in just June this year. Whoa. So while the auto industry is strong, your point remains true. What car do you get? We now yeah. have Tesla where it used to be the big three, right? Right. So that being said, how do we do that? Even the food pyramid, if we look at that, that's changed. What's healthy and what's not? What's a good blood pressure? Well, that's true. The, the healthcare people can't get that figured out as well. You know, I feel like we're progressing, but at the same time, what is actual truth when it comes down to what we need to do, what things we need to follow, and to be honest, with the constant with the constant change, it's kind of like the Louvre. You go to the Louvre in France, most of the books are out of date, right? <laughs> right. That's constant change. What we see today will change tomorrow, and that's why we need to be prepared for the volume, velocity, and complexity. So and, and, uh, as it affect the seniors and boomers, what do, you th- what do you recommend that we do? My gosh, that's a phenomenal question. Um, I'd like to give you a few facts. Somewhere... Let, let's just talk about the 6336 rule. The rule of 6336 is simple. For two people both age 65, married today in the U.S., there's a 63% chance that one of the two will live till 90. If you flip those numbers on the 6336 rule, 36% chance that one of the two will live to 95. Hmm. Now, I do want to make a plug. Ladies, I don't need to tell you who that'll be, but we will find out, won't we? <laughs> right. <laughs> so so that causes problems in the future. That yeah, absolutely. There's going to be caregivers needed, and you're going to be continuing your – you're going to continue pr- to provide your services, your housing, and all the other factors that as you as you age. And we know the normal aging was – uh, in the 70s and 80s, now possible 95 and, and plus. Well, like I started, my grandmother's in Orlando, Florida. Okay, she was born in Wisconsin. She moved to Orlando when she graduated college. She actually wrote for the Chicago Tribune. Cool. Um, my grandfather moved down to Orlando as well. They actually did estate planning for Grove owners, much like out in this area. Oil and gas is big. A lot of the same principles apply to Groves, Orange Groves. Mm-hmm. Well. She's 98 today. She'll be 99 in February. Awesome. And what is nuts about that is the fact that she's still living in her own home. And guess what we had to she's do? She's aging in place. She's right? aging in place, and some things have to be done in order to do that. And we're going to talk about those. Hold those thoughts right now. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. 
Joining me on my show today is Nick Martin with Raymond James Financial Strategies. and He's giving us some recommendations about our retirement future and what to think about. So thank you, Nick, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour today. So we were talking a little bit about aging and, uh, you know, about most of us are getting, so 90% of Americans uh, right now tend to live in their homes even after they're, they're aging. So, so, what, so what do we need to think about now, about you know, this longevity factor of, uh, as we age? Well, I think, I think we go back to the main point. How are we going to accomplish these tasks? And, you know, after age 65, housing is our largest expense, Gary. Wow, yes, it is. I mean, it makes up between 30 and 40% of our, our income. So that's a big deal. We need to look at this. And it's more than a third of our ad- average monthly budget. So what is it being spent on? Well, I'll tell you, Gary, it's home modifications, Home maintenance, the housekeeping, the grocery delivery, thank God for Kroger and Walmart, right? We can pull up. It's making life easier, but we still have to spend money on these things, right? Laundry services, maybe we need in-home care. But fixing the things we could easily do ourselves in our 30s, 40s, and 50s just become more challenging. So the idea of a parent or loved one climbing a (laughs) stepladder to change a light bulb that's no. getting more and more nerve-wracking, if it that is, makes sense. It is, it is. And risk. There's a lot of risk risk involved. And though some of them still want to do it, I, I, ca- I caution them that you're not as steady as you were when you were in your 50s now that you're in your 90s. Right? Absolutely. You so, don't want to prune the tree outside that you might fall out of, right? Absolutely. So what we're seeing more and more of are trending designs. What do we do in order to age in place longer? Because the, the last thing we really want to talk about is being subject to somebody else's rules and obligations and playing playing by the rules. Shoot, you've had 70 years of doing things on your own. You want to go give that up? The answer is a resounding no. Yes, most, most, most would say no to that. Okay, right? so let's cover some of the things that are very basic that we haven't spent more than 15 seconds thinking about. Okay? Okay. So here's your homework tonight. I want you to sit down with your spouse if you have one. And if you don't, sit down with a friend. Call a friend. Call a relative. And I want you to discuss these few things. Let's talk about your entryways and your doorways. Good point. Okay. Do we want big steps? Do we want to hop off the first step? to the third step like we did when we were six. My kids jump off the steps all the time. (laughs) I don't think you want to do that if you're ADD. No, no. Okay. Do we want three floors or one? Preferably one. One is better than three in this case, right? Right. Okay. How about improvements to our bathing, our kitchens? How do we continue cooking, cleaning ourselves, accomplishing normal tasks? I'll tell you, my wife's an occupational therapist at Shriners. And um, she talks all the time about the five activities of daily living. And we have to accomplish these things if we're going to age in place. True. So what about storage? Do you have that big rack in the garage or do you have those pull-down stairs? (laughs) What's up there? A lot of you have no clue. Maybe you ought to call HSN or one of those TV shows that value what's been up there for no, 90 you, years. 90 years. <laughs> and it's accumulating junk, and, and you'll probably never use it, right? Yeah, that's right. Have you, seen, have you seen the show with the pythons in the attic? No, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So if you're 80 and you haven't been up there since about 40, there might be a python there might in be your a attic. Python. Right? Yeah, that's good. 
No, it, it's important that you think of Definitely the entryway. I mean, I, I see people that are saying, I'm, I, I didn't plan on having a wheelchair-bound um, uh, spouse or significant other that now I've got to get through all the doorways, right? You know, it's funny you say that. No one plans, but the reality is it happens. And it's not rare. It's not winning the lottery. It's someone we know is wheelchair-bound, whether that's a heart attack, a stroke, whether that's something that happened from a physical therapy standpoint, a car accident. It doesn't matter. we got to be prepared for these things. So, so I was going to say, whenever somebody downsizes uh, and I tell them they're going to be going, they're going to find something else, I said, you know, make sure whatever you find in the future is all compatible with aging, aging in place. So you don't just continually making major renovations that's going to cost exorbitant amount of money. Well, and a lot of times what we do is, as far as renovations go, we go with the current trend, right? <laughs> so my dad's a builder, remodeler, been doing it 34 years What's interesting is everyone wants the trend because that's what we see in Southern Living, better homes and gardens, etc. HGTV. Right. Okay. But maybe your trends aren't going to match the current trends when you age. So we need lower drawers. We don't need high closets. Okay. <laughs> we need we need bathrooms that invite extra space. What if you need to sit down when you shower? Do you want somebody really bathing you? When you can bathe yourself as long as you have a seat in that shower? That's true. Okay. What about the right height toilet? I'll tell you what. I had two toilets go out last week. (laughs) Had a plumber. He told me, get the American Standard, and I got the tall one. Uh And there's a big difference in the tall one and the short one. I can't tell you how many inches it is, but think about this. When you sit to go to the restroom, is it too tall? Is it too short? That is true, and and the the, the the going down to the seat, depending on the, it can hurt your 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 posterior. So again, that, absolutely, it, it, it and your and your especially if you're aging, your 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 uh, you could have you know various problems regarding that. That is a good point. Never thought about that one. And Gary, it, you know, as we talk about aging, it's not always we're not saying old when we're saying aging. No. We're saying thirty five, forty. We're saying somebody that's been in an accident, as we, as our lifestyle changes for the worse, we need to think about these things. And as we age, it tends to go for the worse, not the better. Now, that being said, let's think about thresholds. Do you step up when you go out of your garage? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you step up when you get in the shower? Or can you wheel in? Good point there. What's our bedroom look like? What's our doorways? What's the width? If you're in Broadmoor, they may be very narrow, right? That's right. So if you're in a newer home, a lot of these are compliant. But a lot of these things, you might not need to completely redo your home to the new normal, the exciting of HGTV. (laughs) You may want to spend your money somewhere else where you can age in your home because staying there an extra five years is way better than going into a assisted living at $4,500 a month. That's true. That there, there, there's some advantages and disadvantages of going in those particular particular areas as well. Plus, people want to. They've been in their home. They want to try to stay in their home. Is right, right? Yep. That that's that's the thing. Absolutely. And here's the crazy thing, Gary. Forty percent of women today over mm. sixty-five live by themselves. That many. How many of the, on this show can attest to that? I'm sure plenty. Quite a few. Quite so a few of them. you all, those who live alone, need to think about this even more because. 
there's not a concern for someone else, but you oftentimes don't think about yourself because you're going about your daily routine. So I, I thought another factor that you had mentioned, uh, so in your presentation, the food expense. You know, people don't think about it, but uh, 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 it, it, it is 12% of the average monthly, monthly outlay for people over 65. I thought that was pretty remarkable in itself. Absolutely, Gary. It is. Um, actually, our second point is how am I going to enjoy the simple pleasures of life? And a lot of those simple pleasures are what makes life worth living. I'll tell you what, dining out is one of those things. It is. Uh, and it, it, it just has to do with how we socialize. And typically in America, our priorities are look at your education. Where were you educated? Was it a college, a university? Were you in the armed services like myself? Did you go to maybe tech, technical school training? How about those formative years that began to form who you are today, your identity? You're going to want to revisit those types of communities, alumni associations, veterans. Mm -hmm. Okay, We have a lot of things in common with others, and typically we want to congregate with those people. So... Where do we meet them? How do we socialize? Where do you donate? Where do you go to church? Where do you spend your time? So what we want to look at specifically is what formed our personality today. A lot of that is education or our job or what group we belong to. How do we want to congregate together and where does our time go? And if you think about those things, those are your motivations as you age. So, like you said, Gary, 12% of our income is going to go to food, 12 to 15, really. And a lot of that's spent on groceries, over 60%. But the other 40% means we're trying to get out there and socialize. True. At different social gatherings to eat together, go to restaurants together, et cetera, et cetera. And, and hopefully, as, as you probably heard, there's uh, some of our restaurants in the area offering senior discounts. And there are many discounts yep. being offered for those 50 and older. So it's, and that Let, a great, let's that's give a, a plug for Monjunis right now. Monjunis and Ernest are both giving, uh, giving great discounts, and they're full because of those two particular promotions. I hope others will do that and honor, their, honor the seniors and boomers throughout our area. Absolutely. But, but a lot of them like to do entertainment. They, they still like to uh, to have socialized right well to go to the, the go to the opera go to the the strand theater and the other performances and and uh you know when that when when their budget can can handle it but they love to do that right right and what we're seeing is a lot of times when people go to eat they do something else so you can almost lump entertainment and going out to eat Good in point. the same ca category i know my wife and i when we go out to eat it's Usually, okay, we just hired a sitter. <laughs> the kids are young. Let's continue this date, right? That's, that's right. <laughs> so whether you have small children or not, very rarely is it let's go to eat and let's go home. True. So that's entertainment true. is very important, which which accounts for 6 to 10%. So so moving on, you were mentioning that they once you, at a certain stage, you want to give donations or contributions sure. and donations. Uh, and, um, you know, I found that people 50 and older love a certain charity, a church, etc. They want to continue that until their their dying day, right? Have you seen that as well? Absolutely. People people definitely have 
goals, and some of those goals are to give back. Uh, I think it's within our human nature to want to give to others because, hey, uh, not to sound cliche, but it's more blessed to give than to receive. So a lot of people, especially in the Bible Belt in in northwest Louisiana, south, uh, excuse me, southwest Arkansas, northeast Texas, we're givers by nature. That being said, pick that thing that makes you excited and by all means give. That's what you saved all this money for. And, you know, and, and some some feel that I'm going to be giving too much and not have any more for my kids, but we can talk about legacies in a minute. But I feel a lot, a lot of my senior boomer friends and listeners and readers of the best of times are concerned that they don't want to spend everything. They want to have a legacy of something to give to their kids and their grandkids. Absolutely, and I think it's very important to navigate that accurately. You know, the reason why I went into the business uh, of financial planning is very simple. I'm able to help people. And a lot of times, people that want to be helped don't know how to get help. And that's really why I exist. That's why I thrive. But, you know, walking people through their various options, whether it's tithing to a church, whether it's giving to the Humane Society, whether it's leaving a legacy to the children, passing on a business. These things are very important because you worked your whole life. It was your livelihood for all those years. And that's what I try to do in my company at Financial Strategies, you know, our broker-dealers, Raymond James. And um, I I think it's a great opportunity to reach out to your financial advisor, to somebody that can give you good advice to make sure you're navigating that landscape. Well, and I like, the Nick, the way you said that is is you you have to understand their needs and how to, to, for them to reach their needs, right? Absolutely. That they, they, they want to do something for their grandkids, or here are some of the options you can do for your grandkids or each one of your grandkids, and well, so you help them. I think we started out talking about goals and everyone's goals being different, mm-hmm. and that's the beauty of the industry, right? We have a roadmap on what should happen, but what should happen is not always what actually happens. There are some that give 60% away. There's some that give 5%. There's some that give none. Now, I'm not criticizing any for whatever they choose because guess what that's their decision but i will say that about five percent account for the you know contributions or donations that people do give now when we come back from the break i do have a trick question for Uh-oh. you a trick question yep hold on to that we'll be right back with more information but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible you're listening to the best of times radio hour here on news radio 710 keel proudly presented by a bears town and country of shreveport your dodge chrysler ram and jeep dealer gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 keel now Back to the best of times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is Mr. Nick Martin. He's with Raymond James Financial Strategies, and he's giving us some recommendations on your retirement years and what to plan for in the future. Uh, by the way, you can contact him at, can I give your number? 318 318- Eight hundred nine three one three. Again, that's three one eight eight hundred nine three one three. If you want information and to call him for for consultation, and his offices are located at three 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 Texas Street in downtown Shreveport in Suite twelve sixty. So, Nick, thank you for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. It's been quite educational. Again, your presentation. We're just giving a little snippet of the, of his formal presentation, which was very good. So. 
What is the most critical factor in, in those who of us are aging? What, what do you think about? You know, I, we left off saying there was kind of a trick question because most people don't think about it. But what do you think the second biggest expense is? Well, we said housing was probably the number one. That's right. We didn't. We said food, groceries, food, eating yeah. out, entertainment, right? So the next one is probably getting around, right? Moving yeah, around. Absolutely. You hit the nail on the head, and a lot of people don't think about it. But transportation. Transportation. Listen, the cost of maintaining, insuring, fueling, replacing your transportation is huge. Don't even think about the time it takes to wash the car, right? <laughs> but let me, let, let's go back in time. If we're fortunate enough to make it to, say, 90 years old, and you're a Casanova at that living facility... There's one skill you definitely want to keep, and it's your driver's license. Oh, yes. Right? (laughs) And if you can drive at night, by the way. You're a plus. You are the man. Yes. Right? Or woman. So remember, transportation is what allows us to maintain our freedom. And that's why it's so darn important. But that's that's 15 to 20% of -of out-of-pocket expense for the average American, right? That's aging. We'll say 55, 60, 65 years old. True. It just equals... Let's think about this. Independence. I can think of nothing worse than being locked in my own home with no way to escape. Okay? Not that it's a bad place to be, but it gives me the independence to go make a run, right? Whether that's Walmart, the gas station, grab a drink, grab, right, pizza for the kids. Right. Okay? That doesn't change. Why? It represents your independence. Independence. Absolutely. So, and you're right. It's more difficult for a senior boomer to give up his or her car keys or even the car when they when at, at certain periods of times. I know with my mother when she was ninety something, she finally decided on her own, handed me the keys, sell the car. <laughs> that right. was that was a great decision on her, right. on her part, without me having to force the issue. So, right. Exactly. So what we're seeing is a movement to these metro cities because guess what? Transportation is prevalent, and those who cannot drive anymore, especially at night. They're using transportation systems of the of the area. We're seeing a lot of movement toward college towns because of the culture, the music, the art, the events. It allows you to keep living and aging in place and feel like you're viable. Right. And and, and lo- getting in those locations where you can easily access and use public transportation. Absolutely. I, I, wonder, I forgot to mention that on your sub- – we're talking about transportation. I feel – I don't know what Mr. Uber and Mr. Liff have said, but I think there's been an increase in flux and seniors and boomers using those services. Absolutely. It, again, it goes back to the freedom aspect. And uh, it's and it, a lot of them are saying, I don't want to. I'm scared about driving in the evening. Want to want I use those services and share it with the, uh, several other people in in the in the, the, the neighborhood, et cetera, that we can we can you know get an Uber or a Lyft together and go out and not right. have to worry about. And, it. and here's the thing: if you don't maintain or own a car, you're still paying for those Uber and Lyfts. So it's still very crucial that we think about those things. So so that's the critical thing that we need to think about in the future as we age. Is that as as well? So, what about social networking? You, you know, you, you felt that was a critical factor in, in in the aging process. It is the the second we give up our socialization, our interactions, the problem becomes we decline. Look at anyone that becomes an island. It's depression. It's it's all these different factors where people. And I'm not talking about social media. I'm not talking about Facebook, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Twitter. I'm not talking about Pinterest. It's the one-on-one. It's the, the one-on-one. It, the group. It is very important that you and I are sitting across from each other and not recording this one-on-one because surely we have the capability to do it, but you wouldn't get 
the appreciation or the extent of the information you're getting because it's not one-on-one. So, men, I'm going to call you out. Here we go. Uh-oh. You ready? Yes. <laughs> we tend to take care of our families, ourselves, maybe our spouse, and our top responses for what we enjoy doing and in ing golfing oh, fishing oh, boating boy. hunting can i say hunting can <laughs> yeah. i hear hunting <laughs> and the problem I never is thought of that ing okay good ing point. that's right so men what do we do if we lose these things we disengage we are adventurers we're wild at heart right and you know all our lives we've been able to access these things and now we're not so that is a huge danger, a huge danger, and we have to replace it. Here's the deal. A big risk to us is from growth rates are actually negative right now. So it's very important that because, you know, let me back up. The number of 70 to 74-year-olds, there's going to be 56% more in the U.S. in 2020 than there was in 2010. You know, growth rates are negative. Okay? I assume that my audience knew what I was talking about and yes. had to back up, right? But that's a that's not a social security problem. That's no, a social problem. problem. And so we gotta think about things differently. So is so do you recommend us to be more proactive in getting out and socializing? I, I do, but here's the thing, we gotta think about our care as well because we're having less children. And we're aging longer. So who's caring for that gap? Oh, okay. And, you know, the only way to supplement that is family, friends, or church, or maybe an insurance policy like long-term care. And I'm not certainly promoting any product, but what I am saying is we got to think about these things. How do we plan for these things if we don't have anybody that's willing to care for us? So so the caregiver, the care of the spouse or the other person is going to be stopped their socialization because that's all they do is caring for the other the other individual. It's, it's definitely all interconnected, but the deal is the growth curve is negative. So we're going to have a lot of old people with mm-hmm. not very many young people to care for them. So how do we bridge that gap? That's the point. And, and, and the other point being is there's there's a lack of those those caregivers, but it's going to be more dependent on the other spousal unit or friend yep. to take care yep. of them that may be of the same age. Which is exactly why we see people moving to more metro cities that have uh, services to supplement these people. Absolutely. True. Okay. It's very economic. So... Let's let's end, let's try to draw this to a close. Good. What's your purpose? What's your reason for getting up every morning? The risks of isolation are high. Loneliness, depression, no activity, higher blood pressure, high sugar, greater risk of death, right? Right. Okay. What are the benefits of socialization? The opposite, basically. True. You're going to have better blood pressure. You're going to have lower risk for Alzheimer's. You're going to have lower risk of mental health lower risk of cardiovascular. So as you can see, creating and maintaining that strong social network is extremely important. And even making new friends. I have seen where people go, seniors go to various functions, and they've never met these individuals as well. So so in closing, what do, what do you feel that's important? You know, ultimately, health care is the last little sliver that makes up our total oh, expenditures. Yes. And uh, usually that's 13 to 20 percent, and that's out of pocket. So we expect the numbers to grow. Why? You're living longer. 
We're not talking about Medicare increases. We're not talking about anything else other than the healthcare revolution in this country. We're, we're mapping genomes. We're training cells to fight against cancer. We're doing R&D like crazy. And but guess the, what? But, but the longevity is the We're living longer. longer. And so we and have to longer take care of ourselves or our significant other. Exactly. Wow. So, Gary, do you see that as a problem or a benefit? It's a catch-22, isn't yeah. it? Well, I see it as being a problem. I definitely see yep. it to be a, to be a problem as well. So, so thank you, Nick, for joining us today. You're quite informative. Again, uh, if you want more information from Nick Martin, do call him at 318-800-9313. Again, that's 318-800-9313. Or you can call call their offices or visit their offices at 33333 Texas Street in downtown Shreveport, uh, 1260. And he's with the firm of Raymond James Financial Strategies. Thank you, Nick, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio. Th- thank you so much for having me. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour here on News Radio 710 Kiel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the best of times at one of our 522 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Kaligas wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the best of times on 710 Kiel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is News Radio 710 Kiel, K E E L, Shreveport Bossier.